and welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Once again, spiritual believers and listeners, I like to continue this conversation about my journey in pain, and it is my hope that this is over soon, but it has been awesome in the sense of that Daddy God, Yuhe Lord God, Yahshua Mashiach, Christ Jesus, Lord God, Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit, they have never left me. They have never forsaken me, and I have received some unbelievable deep rhema knowledge that I've tried to pass on to my listening audience. So, I received the most phenomenal rhema knowledge the other day through one of my um, dearest friends. Her name is Gwen Lee. She is um, over the Upper Room Ministry and Gwen and I have been uh, friends for several decades. And Gwen and I um, are, are very close friends and we share a lot. And the interesting thing about Gwen's life is that she is so sold out to Jesus Christ. She has a love affair with Jesus Christ and the Father and the Holy Spirit. And she um, is a serious prayer warrior. She prays for Charles Stanley. She prays for the mayor of our of Houston, Texas. She is um, she's just pretty awesome. And she lives a life of holiness. She um right now is divorced um and but she basically believes in showing her love to Christ Jesus by following and living the word of God so she has a ministry called the Upper Room Ministry that I think is about to hit its 25th year so she is faithful she is consistent but she's also a banker and and she's a banker on another level she deals with institutions she doesn't really deal with people and so Gwen has a certain lifestyle now I, I say this because I want people to understand that Gwen is not materialistic Gwen is a tither and a huge giver and because she tithes and because she gives and because she's sold out to Christ Jesus and she's faithful, God can trust her. He can trust her and he wants her to have nice things. And so recently, Gwen wanted another Mercedes. She had a very nice Mercedes, but she felt like it was time for another Mercedes. And of course, she went to Jesus, the Father and Holy Spirit, like she always does, and tells him her heart's desires and she prayed and meditated. She had the word of God that that goes with her request. She meditated on that request. She prayed on that request. And then she had a vision. She had a vision where she saw herself in her new Mercedes with her little dog, Ray Ray. And this is where the revelation begins. So I have been going through, as you know, a pretty difficult time with all this pain. Yet I've still gone to work. I'm not miss teaching my classes and 
it does make life a little difficult, you know, at home because, you know, I, I'm able to get to the to school and teach and then things like that when I get home though sometimes my mother has to help me you know get out of the bed or you know go to the restroom it depends on my body at that time so they are trying to figure out what's going on and so I was Gwen has been praying for me of course and I've been praying for myself and my pastors, Pastor Steve and Yvonne Dow, my godfather, Doug. I mean, I've got people praying for me, and I have definitely had some improvements. There, there, there is a progression uh, of healing. And then I got um, the rhema, the rhema knowledge of when you pray, believe that you have received it right then and there, and it's done. Because Jesus has already died on the cross for us, right? Jesus already died not only for our salvation but for our healing. When he took those whippings and those scourgings and that crown of thorns and all those things, he took every curse on the earth for us through the crown of thorns. He he took every sickness, every disease that will ever be that ever was and will ever be. He took it all in his body for us. It's done. Any sickness, any disease, anything that's in our body is illegally there. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit wants us well. Yes, he wants everyone well. So the 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 false teaching, the wrong doctrine of God made me sick to teach me a lesson or God is having me with cancer to bring him glory. God don't need you to have cancer to bring him glory. God don't have to make you sick to um chastise you. Tell let me I can let you know. I can testify to, to that. That's for sure. God knows how to chasten us without making us sick. This is not of God. This is once again Satan twisting the minds of believers. And and what does that do? That makes you unable to receive the healing. How can you reject the, the sickness and disease if you believe that God the Father gave it to you? And God wants you to reject it. He wants you to pray, use his words, pray, meditate on the word until you get the rhema and then you are healed right then and there. Now, that's in the spirit realm. Now we have to wait for the manifestation in your physical realm. And that is the rhema nugget. That is the word that was given to me by Gwen Lee that changed my life. Basically, I have had this kind of like sadness um, that's been over me for many, many decades. And partly due to life itself and the wrong that I did to others and wrong that people did to me. It's it's part of life. It's got even sadder after the divorce. It's a little sadness in you when you when you fail at something that you really want to do well in. 
It's sadness when you have people betray you and misuse you. It's a little sadness. And because of this sadness that really had not been addressed, I was not able to take to take part in the fullness of the healing that God has already given me. And what do I mean by that? Yes, God has already healed you, but you must believe, you must have faith, which is on the spiritual side of the coin. And then on the physical side of the coin is the word belief. So you got to have faith in God's word, You tr- which means you trust his word absolutely. And then on the physical realm side, that means you believe. Now, this is the key. If someone walked up to me right now and said, Dr. Edith Davis, we just put $1 billion in your bank account. And I, this person is someone credible that I know has this kind of money and I believe it, right? Guess what? I believe it when I heard it, so I believed it when I received it, and that's going to be a reaction. I'm going to jump up and down. I'm going to probably scream. I'm going to run around the house. I'm going to call up all my relatives. I'm going to call up all my girlfriends and say, hey, we are going on a trip. Girl trip, my treat. Guess what? Of course, the first thing I'm going to do is tithe, give my offerings, give to the kingdom of God, because that's what it's really all about. But I'm going to have a reaction. And what's been happening is the emotional component has been missing. Why? Because of this deep, deep sadness that is in me. And so, I have just, it just hit me. And so, that's why God asked us to come to him as a little child. A little child hasn't been scarred and wounded and hurt. A little child trusts. A little child is joyous. Yeah, they cry one minute and the next minute they're laughing and giggling and running around and playing. A little child. That's why he wants us to be like a little child. And because when Gwen, when she received the vision of the Mercedes, Gwen rejoiced as if she had the Mercedes right then and there. Even though she had only seen it in the spirit realm, she rejoiced in the Lord. She got excited in her excitement. She, in her excitement, she basically, I guess you would say, accelerated the manifestation of the Mercedes showing up in the physical realm. Now Gwen is riding around in her new Mercedes that she saw in the spirit, right? She prayed. She asked God. She 
prayed the correct prayer. She meditated. She had the vision. And when she saw it in the spirit realm, she was as, as, as a little child. She believed it. She received it. And it was so. I've been praying and I've been believing, but I have not been rejoicing. And God confirmed his word to me. He took me to Calvary. He took me to Golgotha. He took me to the crucifixion. He took me to Jesus on the cross. And what a lot of people don't know is this. That in that moment of the most excruciating, most horrific death that you can have, because it's basically suffocation by your own bodily liquids, you're suffocating to death. He received the joy of his Lord Father, Daddy God, you hey, by hey. He received the joy of the Father because as he was on that cross in the physical realm, in the spirit realm, in the spiritual realm, he saw your face. He saw my face. He saw all the faces of the billions and billions and billions of people that are going to be and that are saved that were saved, that are saved, and they're going to be saved, past, present, and future. Yes, he, he, mm, mm, mm. he rejoiced in God in the most painful, in the most horrific position that you could be in. And guess what? It accelerated, it accelerated the salvation of us all. We would not be saved today if our Lord and Savior not only had given up his blood, the blood of God, because his, his, his blood was the blood of the Father. The Father what gave him his blood. So his godly blood Along with his will, he gave, he submitted his will to the Father's will. His mind was in alignment with the Father's mind. And his emotions, his emotions were in the level of rejoicing in the Lord. It was in the proper place because. The salvation of us all, the healing, the riches and wealth, the healing and health, the salvation, everything that God has given us through his blood, through his death, is for rejoicing. But what did we do? What have I been doing? I have done, have had every ingredient, my mind, the mind of Christ, my will in alignment with the will of the Father. I meditate on the word, but I was not rejoicing at the moment I prayed. I fixed that immediately. A manifestation, the physical manifestation of my health is here now in the name of Jesus. God reinforced it. He showed me at the last supper. At the last supper. 
when Jesus was telling his future apostles, Peter, James, and John, and Philip, and Thomas, and Bartholomew, and um, let's see, did I miss it? I miss, I know I'm missing somebody. Thomas, did I get Thomas? But anyway, as he was talking to his Matthew, I'm sorry, Matthew, um, he, he told them that he was going to be crucified, that he was going to die, but that be of good cheer, be of good cheer. That was in his words. Jesus told him at the most, the saddest time in their lives, Jesus told them to be of good cheer. Again, I say be of good cheer because Jesus said, I have overcome the world. Man, that is the secret. That is being childlike. That is truly trusting God. That is truly believing in His Word. When you rejoice in the Lord after you have prayed your petition and you have meditated on it and you have received the rhema word on it, the vision, you see it, then you are, you are receiving your gift from God right then and there. And you need to rejoice. You need to leap up and down. It's as if God has given me $9 billion right now. And I jump up and down and say, thank you, God. I believe it. I receive it. And I run around and I call up everybody and I say, I have received $9 billion in my Wells Fargo account now. Hallelujah. Thank you. Because he said so. Because God said so. It is important that we understand that we must have all of it, all of the components of the soul must be involved in order for the body, for the body to receive all the components from the spirit. The component of the soul is the mind, your will, and your emotions. And Christ Jesus, from the moment, <laughs> from the moment he arrived on planet Earth to do this great work for the Father and for the Holy Spirit, which is both his Father, um, he basically only said what he heard his father say. He only did what he saw his father do. In essence, Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit are one. That's right. Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit are one. They are one, yet they are distinct in their personalities. I don't understand it. Don't ask me to figure it out. I'll receive it. I believe it. And I will 
get a clear understanding when I get to heaven. That's right, I'm going to heaven. Despite all my things that I did wrong, the blood has covered it. And now I realize the blood has taken all my sickness and all my diseases, all my lack and all my poverty. And I rejoice, I rejoice, I rejoice in the Lord. You must have your mind, your will, and your emotions in alignment with God's word. He wants us to be like little children. Little children do not hold hurt for long. Little children love, love. You can spank them and they love you the next minute. Little children, they love. They rejoice. They play. They giggle. They enjoy their lives. And I know it's tough because we are adults and we have been through some things. But we've got to shake that off and start walking like children of God. We've got to rejoice when God tells us in the spirit realm, you are healed, Edith. And we need, I need to rejoice now. Not wait until... All the pain stops. Not wait until the doctor tells me I'm healed. God has told me I'm healed. And that's above the doctors. So that I would have never received that rhema word if I had not been going through what I've been going through with this season of pain. I... I just want to thank my listening audience and please reflect on the things that you have asked God for that you may not have received yet and go back and ask for it again. But this time, get a scripture, get a word to meditate on that matches that. Once you get the rhema knowledge, once you get the vision, rejoice. I say again, rejoice in the Lord. Be Happy, but most importantly, ask the Holy Spirit to help you to tap the joy, spiritual joy in the supernatural. This is critical. This is critical for manifestation in the physical realm. My friend Gwen is riding around in her new Mercedes because she understands this spiritual principle. And her whole life is like this. She never wants for anything. She's not married. And God is like her husband. Jesus is like her husband. And the Father is her Father. And the Holy Spirit is her Father. And they cover her because she is there child and she rejoices like a child I am going to rejoice in the Lord and see my life turn around for the better I just want to say thank you all and once again remind you that we still are we did our 28th prayer walk this past Sunday at the at the steps of the old Capitol right on Appalachia and Monroe where you have the red and white awnings and we've been doing that now for that was the 28th month 
And since we've been doing this prayer walk, Tallahassee's crime five-year crime rate dropped. Has dropped. It has made a difference. It is making a difference. We don't know exactly how much difference is making, but it is making a difference. And so we, once again, we are taking prayers. I'm taking prayers from the prayer circle. And that is, um, you can either email me, 816-678-6838. Or you would, oh, I'm sorry, that's my um, text number. You can text me, 816-678-6838. You can text me your prayer request. You can email me your prayer request, which is Edith, E-D-I-T-H, Davis, D-A-V-I-S, 58 at gmail.com. So you can either email or text me your prayer request and we will personally um, take your prayer request up to the prayer walk. And of course, the third option is you can join us on the first Sunday of every month at 3.30 p.m. The first Sunday of every month at 3.30 p.m. We do the prayer walk, and it's very short. It's not a very long walk, but it's a very powerful walk in that we focus all our attention on praying for the church, unity in the body of Christ. We pray for the city of Tallahassee. We pray for our state, the state of Florida. We pray for our nation. We pray for the world. Yes, we pray for the world. We pray for Ukraine. We pray for Russia. We pray that God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Spiritual believers and listeners, please, please, Meditate on what your heart desires is. Meditate and once you get the vision, once you see it in your inner self, rejoice as if you have received it in the physical realm. Because you've already got it. Jesus died for us. God the Father, God the Lord God Holy Spirit, and Lord God Christ Jesus, they do not do they do not want us to be in sickness and disease or lack or poverty. They want us to live the abundant life. God the Father wants us well. And one of the people that I listen to, um, one of the teachers is Andrew Womack. And he's doing a series on God wants us well. And there are denominations that teach their people that God doesn't heal anymore, that there are no more miracles. There are denominations 
that teach their people that God is the one that gave them that sickness, that God is the one that gave them the cancer, and it's a lie from the pit of hell. It's a lie from the pit of hell. God did not give them that sickness. God did not give them that cancer. It came from Satan. Now, will God use it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He will use it. He will use it. He will use it. But he didn't give that pain to them. I want to share. This came up in my spirit, and I guess the Holy Spirit wants me to share. Andrew Womack, and it's such a powerful example, um, gave an example of how this really works, okay? Um, how God really wants us well, how God wants to protect us, how God wants us to have an abundant life. Everybody, everybody, every person on this planet, every human being on this planet, God wants them well. God wants them to have the abundant life. But it's through, it's through the blood of Jesus. You must accept his son's blood. It is the only way. But there's the story. Andrew was cleaning up one of the um, big trucks, the four-wheelers, with the big tall cabin. The cabin was like six feet high. And um, his son, little I think he was like a little boy at that time, five, six, seven, I don't know, begging his dad. He begged his dad to get into the cabin. He wanted to get in the truck cabin and play, pretend, I guess, he was a truck driver. And Andrew said no. So he played around. He was playing around while he was Andrew was working, cleaning, working on the on the truck. And of course, like little kids, he got tired. And it was time take a nap. So he literally laid down in the dirt because they were like in a like it was like a sawmill kind of like situation. And Andrew knew that you know Jamie, his wife, would not like that. So he let his son. Since he was falling asleep, let his son say, okay, get in the cabin and lay down and go to sleep. Because it was, you know, clean. And he was revived. Andrew's little boy got revived immediately when he got in that truck. And he started playing in that truck. And Andrew kept telling him, stop playing in the truck. And to the point where Andrew even spanked him, gave him a little spanking. And guess what? He still continued to play in the truck. The spanking did not deter him. So, you know, that tells you about that spanking that he gave him. But what ended up happening was he rolled the windows down because he's playing. And so he was leaning out the window, looking in the rearview mirror and all this kind of stuff, looking at the mirrors outside the truck and leaning out to, to, to look in the mirror and the wave. And guess what? He fell out of the truck. Little boy fell six feet now, over six feet. And his head, his eye hit the, the I guess, the board the way you stand on and, you, and the truck driver stand on and so he got his black eye and he landed on his head and Andrew ran and grabbed him and prayed over him as, and as he was crying he prayed over him for healing and as he was crying 
<laughs> he looked at him and his daddy and kind of stopped sniffling. And when he finally stopped sniffling, then Andrew said, he used it. He said, this is why, son, I asked you not to play in the truck. This is why, even though I gave you a spanking, you still continue to, to play in the truck. So then you got hurt. And therefore what? When you got hurt, okay, you basically um, caused yourself a lot of unnecessary pain because of your disobedience. And guess what? The little man got in that truck and he went to sleep. <laughs> the spanking didn't do it. And sometimes God tells us, I know, I can. I am a living witness. God told me not to do something. Oh, I'll tell you this one. I'll tell on myself. Okay. <laughs> I was 12, so I was a little bit older. And um, my big mama, which is the eldest sister of my mother's family, of my mother's sisters, Marietta Palmore, I called her big mama. She was really skinny, though. Real skinny and tall. She was very tall and skinny. And so I... There was a house that just got torn down. And of course, as a child, you're just so curious. You want to go over and see all the goodies that is in the house that was torn down and all this kind of stuff. And my big mama told me point blank, Gail, I'm Gail now, do not go over to the house and play. As soon as she turned her back, I went straight over there and played. And guess what happened to me? A spike, a railroad spike, went up my shoe, up my foot. And through God's grace, it did not break the bone of my foot, but it was pretty deep. And I went crying and screaming home to my big mama. And she said, you went over there and played, didn't you? And I said, yes, ma'am. And she was so loving. She, um old school she took kerosene and poured it on my foot and hit my foot to get all the you know the, the toxins out all the metals and stuff from the rust and things like that and I was put in big mama's bed that's the big deal to sleep in big mama's bed so I'm in big mama's bed for a week or so and the, she has a fireplace in her her bedroom and I'm doing I'm listening to the crackling of the fire and my you know I'm getting nursed and and everything and finally I healed and I was running around playing with my cousins and guess what happened running around with my cousins my big mama said Gail you feeling better now baby she said yes I said yes ma'am she said now go get the switch and I got a whipping Weeks later, why? Because she told me not to. So, listen to me, please. Uh, it's time for us to close this broadcast. But I just want to say that if you believe that God was born of the Virgin, that He died and He was raised from the dead, and you accept His blood for the forgiveness of your sins, you are saved. Thank you for once again joining me on Into the Glory Zone on 94.1, Dr. Edith Davis, Wave 94.1, Enter the Glory Zone with Dr. 
Edith Davis. Presence.